Greetings and salutations. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the eight. Okay, let me restart that. <laughs> I fucked that up. Fuck it. You know what? No, I'm putting that in the take. Greetings and salutations. <laughs> Greetings and salutations, everybody. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the A1 podcast, a show where we talk about games, anime, and content creation. Keep in mind that we have much love for all three, but no experts in any. And for those of you who are unaware, A1 means staying on point, which is a standard that we strive for to create a positive vibe for the show. Now, before we get into our topics, I'd like to introduce you to my co-host. He has beaten Dark Souls 3 in its entirety. Thus, he shall be dubbed the gaming sweat of this podcast. Jefferson, what's your opening statement? I am not a gaming sweat, <laughs> first of all. I beat Dark Souls 3 in its entirety, but through struggle, hard work, tears, crying, you know, mental breakdowns and everything. So, Come on, there's nothing wrong with being a sweat, man. It's all good. I'm going to sweat in certain you know, games. I accept it, though. Everybody has that phase. Everybody has that phase. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's your, that's your opening statement? You got I, nothing I, else? I'm not a sweat. That's my opening statement. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. I only All sweat right, a little so, bit. All right. So for, for my opening statement, um, i just like to give a daily reminder to wear masks. Uh, these fucking COVID spikes are actually getting out of hand. I know that some states are actually closing down again. To be honest, they should have never opened up at yeah. all. Come on, dog. Stop opening up Disneyland. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> just be patient. You know, if you're, if everybody just stay patient, we can get out of here faster. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyways, I am your host, the Hidden Messiah. So go ahead and take your seat as we proceed with episode three. So starting off, we actually want to go with the consecration side first of the podcast and the topic that we're going to be discussing for this section is actually looking back a little bit on episode one and you know maybe state some points on what we liked and what we didn't like about it maybe suggestions for improvement now it might be a little too early to actually do a self-reflection episode but i actually have a couple of points that um that could propose some changes for the current format that we have right now so i have my list jerb you have your list so let's just go point for point i'll start off and then you we just go to you after we're done with my point and then we just go back and forth all right you good ready go all right so my first point is actually the biggest complaint that i have about the first podcast and that is it was unfocused because we didn't necessarily give enough love for some of the topics that we actually you know plan to talk about in that first podcast um, I didn't list any of the examples, but I'm pretty sure we were going everywhere, which is fine. But at the same time, you know, I think in future podcasts, it'll be better to just lower the amount of topics that we do uh, so that, you know, we can jot down more notes and we can really flesh out our thoughts with some of the conversations that we have. Um, but how do you feel about that? How do you feel about yeah, that? Yeah, it, it felt more like a rant where we're just ranting about random stuff than an actual podcast. It didn't feel organized at all, literally. Like, we had our topics, but then we just kept adding to different stuff, and then we kept going over here, and then over there. Then we just, every so often, we just, we got off topics so many times. Like, yeah. That was- and like I said, it's um it's a podcast, so I like to keep it organic, and that's just how conversations go. But, you know... At the same time, um, I don't necessarily want to extend the podcast and wasting space because some of these topics deserve this, their own episodes. We just essentially wasted space because we just gave like a one or two point kind of thing about certain things, you know. So, yeah. So moving forward with just future episodes, I'd like to just maybe i i'd like to keep all three all three sections um anime gaming and content creation but for each section i think we're just going to limit to around one to two topics so that we don't have to essentially bounce around too often that um if that makes sense so that's my point um if you have nothing to say you can go with your point okay my point was first of all i i I kept paying a lot of attention to my voice because i realized i kept doing (coughs) 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 i know what you mean yeah, I was sounding like like I, I was getting ready to bark like a dog. I was just like, wow. I didn't even realize how many times I was doing it. And then just like, yeah, that's time to get annoying. I was I was listening to it, but every time I heard, <clears throat> I was like, what? What's happening? I'm not I'm not DMX. Uh, you might be getting a little too self conscious because when I played it back, I think you sounded fine. Uh, yeah, I didn't think you had 
but you know that you are your own worst critic so i do understand that sentiment like personally for me i think i was saying uh and um a little bit too much but i would argue it's probably because i'm not necessarily built for long-form podcasts yet because uh, yeah of course um it's a skill that i want to um master i guess in future podcasts but as of right now i get a little bit too tired towards the second half of the podcast so my brain starts to like slow down a bit and then i'm just gonna start eyeing and then having too much um and uh, having too much pausing and like between sentences and all that so yeah i get what you mean i get what you mean so i guess for my uh for my second point i actually just stated my second point so the second point that i was gonna make was i get too tired uh (laughs) i guess in the future uh we're gonna just try to minimize it to maybe like an hour you know what i'm saying i think that's the sweet spot for a podcast like this with discussing with this this many topics you know this variety of topics um but my second point is pretty short that's really it i don't know if you have any comments on that you actually just said my second point my second point was like we gotta (laughs) keep it an hour let's not go for like forever yeah we don't you know i think i think it's best to just like do a bit of a like um um an abc kind of format where i let you talk and like I let you talk for as long as possible, and then I say my piece. I, you know, you let you let me talk for as long as possible, and then we move on to the next topic. Exactly. And if we have anything that we want to add on, yeah, if it's a little mini thing, but if it's gonna end up being like something super long, we could probably just save it for like the next podcast or something. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So, uh, I guess if you want to bring up your third point, because you said we have similar points for the second one, so you can bring your third point if you want. My third point was, I, okay, I'm still getting into the self-critical one. Okay. Go I ahead. feel like I need to get better at keeping my thoughts organized because that also helps with the whole we keep going on rants and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like every so often I just say something, forget what I'm gonna say, end up going to something completely different. Mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta practice making sure, stay on topic to the point you know stay on the track don't yeah. don't take too many detours you can you can you can mention side notes if you'd like to but yeah definitely just keep it to a minimum of like one or two sentences yeah i remember when we were ending the first podcast uh, we talked a little bit about cyberpunk which deserved its own episode exactly but we we talked about it for at least a good five to ten minutes i'm pretty sure yeah when, when we were supposed to just end it right there <laughs> we just got not we were supposed to end and we just went on a random rant yeah 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 that's all that's all um so my third point is actually the same point that you just gave that you just gave i mean um i think it's very important to just stay a little bit focused um so what i'm what i did for this episode was actually take a lot of notes not too many notes you know just a little just a little bit to actually keep my mind on track on a couple of these topics but other than that, that's actually all the notes that I have for this. You know, I don't really have much to say about uh, the podcast. Other than maybe, you know, suggestions for improvement would probably be adding um, a little bit of a, a beat in the background, you know. Something um, to maybe improve just like the quality of life. Yeah. Just those things. But I'm not I'm not looking too far ahead. I'm just more. It's episode three. So something like that might come around maybe in the double digit type of episodes once we settle down yeah yeah um but that's my list do you have anything else that you want to say for that i think that's actually pretty good we we hit some nice notes right there and like i said like you said with the something in the background i like that idea it makes sense it feels natural especially if you it it doesn't even have to be that loud it just has to be something just in case we we both draw a blank so it just be so it won't be nothing but silence that's true yeah you're right i never actually thought about that but i thought that um since the vibe that i want for the show is just to be chill mm-hmm. I, I, just, I thought it'd be appropriate to just have a lo-fi beat you know a lo-fi hip-hop beat uh right in the background just so you know for anybody that's listening can either lull themselves to sleep or just chill with us you know somewhat no that's a, that's about yeah. it um but yeah do you have any suggestions for improvement i guess on your end you know not any like criticisms but 
just any like potential ideas that you wanna implement in the future. Let me see. Okay. Now, I like the idea of maybe in the future we might end up having two. We're gonna probably gonna need a video one. Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna. I have my webcam right now. I don't know why you don't want to do a webcam. Hey, hey, not yet. Because my webcam okay. for some reason is acting up. That's fine. I gotta. I gotta look at it in the eyes and be like, "Hey, get better." I'm probably gonna, I'm probably gonna get into webcam. Yeah. So. Now we don't really need a webcam type of podcast. I can no. just put a gameplay background. Oh. And oh. Count that as a video. Yeah. I'm gonna need a new webcam because remember, I gotta get back into yeah, content creation. So I, I like. Stream- oh yeah. I like streaming with a webcam. So I guess um, since we're done with um, commenting on you know some points about episode one, I guess moving on to the next topic of con for the consecration section of this podcast um jerb has future plans as yeah. being as a consecrator yeah what, yes. you got, what you got what you got i am gonna start doing something that no one has ever done before streaming, <laughs> streaming with the game and a webcam that's crazy god damn yeah super how'd you come about this idea well i always already wanted to do it i i stopped because then i realized because i stopped mainly for one pure reason and that's Every single time I kept thinking, I'm like, what should my name be? Because, you know, I like the idea of having my name, but it's just like, my name is too long. Like, Jeremy is it? I'm like, nah. So. But I, get, I gave you the argument before that, you know, people usually shorten, like, exactly. content creators' names. So. Like, for example, um, like, uh, for the people who watch the Black Okage, they simplify his name to TBH or yeah. something like that, you know? It's fine. Yeah. Jerbison is fine. Jerb. Yeah, we can just call you Jerb. Exactly. But but I thought of an even better m- moniker. What? Actually, Ooh. thanks to the podcast. What's up? A1 Jerb. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, it's way better because it, it sounds better in the name. It's A1 Jerb or Jerb. What, what's the meaning of it? Just because of the podcast, that's yes, your name. Literally, the first part is just because of the podcast and shortened for my name, so it's Jerb. That's it, Jerb. I was gonna put Jerb, but it's already taken because I'm like, wow, disrespectful <laughs> taking my nickname. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, as far as my moniker goes, I did state it back in like episode two, but I guess for anybody that wants a repeat of what I said, uh, it's initially started off as Masaya. Um, that's the initial pronunciation because it's the Tagalog for um, happy but eventually I wanted it to be pronounced as Messiah because it rhymes with the word that means you know the messenger or something like that except I added the word hidden because I'm not really trying to do my job I'm not really trying to lead the people to be honest um, whatever it is that you think is right uh, do, do, do what makes you happy I don't really care about what you do or what's the right thing to do um, um, I'm gonna just do what I I like, and you do what you like, you know. But yeah, the origin's not that deep. Like That's pretty that. much the explanation for it. I like that moniker, the hidden messiah. I like it. No, it's pronounced a messiah, like I the know, messiah. But I, I know, I know, but you I'm said not masaya. doing it. <laughs> Although I don't really care about how people pronounce it, messiah or messiah. I think both are dope. Yeah. Because both of them have their own dope meanings, you know. And I like it. Just to repeat, like when I say I'm a, I'm a I'm a messiah, I say I'm a hidden messiah. Like I'm not trying to mean that in a very egotistical manner. To be honest, you can just like interpret it as like how people usually get a little bit too um um they apply a little bit too self-importance into their matters. Like I get it, but you're not that important, so just relax. Like you know that that's kind of just like the general general meaning for the hidden messiah kind of thing. Similar to like when I say, hey, I am the best Dark Souls player you've ever seen in your life. I don't mean I am the best because I lose all the time. I'm probably like one of the worst. But in spirit, I try hard. I'm, but I'm I not guess. sweaty, though. I'm I not guess. sweaty, though. <laughs> I guess. I'm not sweaty. I die a lot. Okay. Um, do you have any other future plans? Um, like where you, uh, where are you going to be streaming? Uh, what kind of content do you kind of want to provide for the people? See, I know the content where I'm going to be streaming, that's the one that's like getting to me because I'm just like, right now, it's either between Twitch or Facebook. Facebook, I, I, I'm I, like, I kind of like it because, you know, it's like, it's a new kid on the ground when it comes to gaming. But at the same time, it's like, I don't like that whole, hey, 
if you pay us, we're gonna we're gonna put like an ad about you everywhere. I'm like that that doesn't seem like a pay to win version on something you're supposed to be streaming. I feel like yeah, that's like uh, I don't know. Man. Making streaming pay to win, I'm like uh, I don't know about that. That doesn't seem. I mean, like... eventually you're gonna have to crunch numbers if you somehow, yeah. you know, start to make money. Yeah. Out of your hobby. Yeah. But I know what you mean. But as streaming content, first of all, um, I've always been that type of person. I play whatever I feel like playing. Honestly, the the struggle right now I'm having is like, which should be the first game I stream? Because I, like I said, if one day I say, okay, I'm gonna go stream, the first thing I'm gonna do is like, well. Any mini mini mo, I am playing you. I I am a variety streamer. I play. I'm not necessarily good at games. Honestly, I laugh at myself a lot when I stream. Every time I mess up, I'm like, well, I'm, I, that's that's a pro gamer move right there. Uh, so you're gonna be more of an entertainer. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Interact with your chat. You know, never take myself too seriously. Okay. I mean, I'm here if you ever want to like do a um, a squad stream or anything like that. Perfect. That might make it even funnier. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. All right. So, I think that's about it for the content creation. I think we can move on to the next section actually. Mm-hmm. All right. So, moving on to the gaming section of the podcast. Uh the first topic that we'll actually just be discussing is the news that 2K21 is actually going to be costing around $70 when it comes out. Uh, In this... um, In this article that I'm reading as of right now, uh, uh, one of the representatives of 2K spoke about it and stated that, you know, they believe that the suggested retail price for NBA 2K21 on next-generation platforms fairly represents the value of what's being offered. Power, speed, and technology... That is only possible on new hardwares. Okay. Now, this is a month-old article, so I guess we're a little bit late on it. But it's a very interesting discussion to actually um, carry out for this podcast just because I know that there's a couple of people on the internet that argues that recent AAA titles don't actually even deserve the $60 price tag that they're yearning for. So 70 might be a little bit too much. But anyways, uh, Jerb, let me let you have the floor on this one. What are your thoughts on that? Okay. What does this do for you? So, first of all, like, the whole 60 versus $70 thing. Uh-huh. I get it in some cases, but when it comes to 2K, 2K should not even be worth more than $40. <laughs> yeah, this is not the best game. That is like... not the best game to compare on this. The whole... I'm like, no. First of all, 2K is the same game every year with slightly different upgrades. Second of all, 2K21, which should be the worst game out of all the 2K, simply based off the fact that no one really played this season. What are they going to show? Like, what? They're going to have, like, an all-star Corona team? What are they going to do? Like, all the different COVID... You're going to have, like, different t-shirts, COVID-18, COVID-17, and then you have all-star COVID-19. And I mean, I hope, to, I hope 2021 is not going to be another COVID year. No, but I mean, like, no, because uh, the way 2K works is it starts off based off what happens the previous year. Oh, yeah, yeah. no, I understand what you mean, but 2K21 is going to be coming out when, like, November? Probably yeah, in, exactly. in, in conjunction with the PS5 release. You can argue that's, like, you know, a 2021. Yeah, but all their rosters are based off all their stat lines. Everything is based off what happened this year. And uh, I don't think this yeah, is the best. Yeah, NBA didn't really happen. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know how they're gonna how they're gonna do what the new people are. They just gonna have the same players, nothing changed, keep the same stats. And 2K doesn't they don't really improve the graphics at all. Almost. Okay. It's almost always the same. So I'm like, yeah, 2K is not the best example. Now, if you gave me like a comparison, like, hey, let's say because God of War when it came out, I'm like, cool, it mm-hmm. was a cool game. The new God of War 2, it has an improvement on them. Like, okay, I kind of get why. Or like, let's say GTA 6, if they ever come out with that. I'm like, cool. Because GTA 5 was amazing. If they made GTA 6 better than GTA 5, I'm like, okay. I get why they would say $70 for that. But like I said, it depends on the game. Because some games, it's easier to develop than others. Some games, like especially games that don't depend on having to create new different hardware. Like I said, 2K is just the same formula every year 
they don't they don't need a like I said they don't even need a forty dollar price tag. I get what you mean. I get what you mean. That's They're, true. That's yeah. true. That's true. Um, as for me, um, when I when I did a bit of research for uh, this topic right here, um, I collected some arguments for both sides. So as far as like um, any reasons that could support the fact that games should just be sixty instead of seventy. Um, it's probably just because the argument of even though the we are moving on to like new technology, you can make the argument that the current technology that we have today actually um, makes, I guess, yeah, like it it could ease um, game development a little bit more. Just like for example, for marketing, you don't necessarily have to be in a big press conference like E E three, uh, rip 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 E three, and any of the other like conferences that we had before. But when you want to market your own game, it's pretty easy to do so right now because you can just upload it uh, whenever you want. Um, you don't necessarily have to worry about competition. The audience will be focused on your games and your games alone. So that saves a lot on the budget. And also at the same time, physical sales, uh, I don't want to say they're going to become obsolete in the future, but it's definitely going to decline. They're going to become obsolete in the future, I will say. Yeah. You don't say it like, so you don't necessarily so the distribution costs should probably lower too as well yeah. uh, looking forward into the future um digital sales are just a lot more convenient nobody wants the two-day shipping they just want the game to come out right then and there especially for the content uh creator era exactly. that we're just in right, right now there. yeah everybody gotta get the game right now right here also don't forget um, even if you buy the physical copy you still gotta do like what day one patch that's like about the same size as the game anyway so it further defeats the purpose of a physical copy if you're still gonna have to download it anyways yeah true um although as a little side note um for me personally if i'm gonna buy a game physically I, i'd probably do a collector's edition because those will actually have like high resale potential and also at the same time just being a collector is kind of fun yeah but just yeah, having like, all the cases and having a wall i get it yeah no i don't want the basic ass cases if, no, i mean like, like, collector's edition no I want what i mean is like you know you when you have a wall steel of all the games is just Every time I look at that, I'm like, that looks dope. Okay. Like, they call yeah. be terrible games. It still looks dope. Yeah. But for the reasons that support, you know, the $70 price tag, uh, we are moving to new hardware. Uh, the quality um, is going to be raised um, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, people are going to be, like developers are going to be learning new uh, tricks and new engines. So that's going to take a lot more effort and more effort. Um, more effort from these developers means that they got to be paid a little bit more so they can develop the same uh, better qualities uh, from the previous generation you know yeah. um, I get it though because like I said quality they deserve to be rewarded when they take out quality it's just there's certain games and certain game mark certain um, triple A titles um, that I'm like it's the same thing every year there's barely any improvement so like for those I'm like yeah, those are... I don't know about those. But like I said, I understand, like, especially, like, there's some games that they come out and they're shocked. They're just really good. So I'm like, if mm -hmm. I had to spend more money on that, I wouldn't mind. But then there are those okay. games that I'm like, like I said, 2K, the main one who wants to raise it up right now. Yeah. Um, it's the least one to deserve it. Yeah, no. If, if developers have the balls to just deliver like low quality or the same quality as they have been and mm -hmm. charging it $70 mm -hmm. to be honest the biggest solution for that is gamers just need to start be becoming responsible with their wallets you know yeah. and keep in mind game sales especially for like PC gaming the sales come in in like a couple months it's pretty fast you don't even have to wait like two years to be honest like some games that come out at $70 could be $50 in a matter of like two months you know what i'm saying Sometimes you don't have to wait for black friday sweaty. yeah if they're really like kind of bad like yeah well not bad like i'm pretty sure borderlands 3 suffered um in sales right i don't know how successful it was or but that shit went to 30 real quick mm -hmm. almost free to be honest that's what i'm saying so it's just like certain games i'm like i don't know man you start high no one buys them and then once they lower them and that's yeah. high starting price already ruined it yeah um i don't necessarily know how i feel about uh 70 dollars uh for my um for my opinion but it it does 
it does bring up the fact that gamers just need to be able to just gauge whether or not $70 is worth the price tag for certain things. If it's not, then just don't buy it. It's, it's really as simple as that. That's where previous you gaming know. knowledge comes in. Knowing yeah, like, hey, just... this type of game is typically disappointing. If it turns yeah, out it's not, all. cool, spend it. But don't. If they, if, yeah, if developers truly believe that the next generation of games is going to be like a leap and bounds of like, of, um, you know, new like newer graphics i mean better graphics or you know better frame rates and all that if they truly believe that the new, the next um next generation experience is going to be so much better mm-hmm. um okay i'd like to see them do it um i don't really have numbers to really crunch whether or not you know 70 dollars is going to be a fair price but yeah. hey we won't I'm know until the, like I said until the first game is released we're not gonna know yeah so but that's it. That's all I really have for that topic. I don't know if you have anything else that you want to say for that. Seventy dollars. Seventy dollars. Okay. Seventy. Um, I think, I think we have time to actually discuss another topic. Uh, for state of play, uh, that happened yesterday. I don't necessarily know if you watched it or not. I haven't. You haven't. That's fine. Um, it's it's pretty mid. You know, there's a couple of games that caught my eye, but not necessarily too much. Um, I'll run through a little bit of them. Uh, Crash Bandicoot was their starting opener. Crash Bandicoot, um, I think it's called It's About Time. Crash Bandicoot 4, which is um, a direct sequel to uh, Crash Bandicoot 3, which came out in, I believe, 1998. Um, are you excited for that? Do you think Crash is actually... I like the um, Crash games. You like it? But they're not worth $70, but they're fun. <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah, I don't know the pricing for them. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like, uh but they're fun though they're really fun games um what's up I was gonna say especially those type of games are great to just do the little mini side missions where you're trying to collect all of them and try to 100% those games are fun for that so oh you're 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 still the type of person that would actually want to get every achievement not for every game but there's certain games that it's just (laughs) it's actually fun to try to those I get what you mean yeah uh, personally, for me, um, when I, I'm a big fan of like Crash, it's one of the first games that uh, I ever played on PlayStation. Mm. But when I bought the Insane Trilogy, I think my nostalgia just wore off. So my hype for Crash Bandicoot 4 is actually not as high as it used to be. I don't think they did much to really switch up the formula. It seems like the same cookie cutter uh, platformer that you'd expect from Crash Bandicoot, which is not a bad thing. But it also doesn't really give me any reason to buy it. So it's probably going to be a skip for me, to be honest. If it's $70, I'm not buying it. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. That's what I'm saying. It's just certain games. It said there's no microtransactions, by the way. But Bro. they lied about that in Crash Team Racing. Cool. Yeah. Ooh, already with the mistrust. Yeah. Um, but next on the list... Uh, one thing that caught my eye was probably Genshin Impact. I don't know if you remember that. That's the that's the title that everybody kind of went crazy on because it was a Breath of the Wild uh, ripoff, quote unquote. Wait, which one? It's Genshin Impact. Let me actually show you the video, yeah. and um, I'll cut this out. All right. So for Genshin Impact, yeah, what does this do for you, man? What does it do for you? Okay. So first of all, I like. I lo- it's, it looks very pretty. I like the colors. It definitely looks like the type of game I would play, very anime-inspired, which normally I'm not super into very anime-inspired, but I like, like I said, I like the animations of the attacks. Some of the enemies right there looks nice. I like the whole group fight aspect of it. I like it. It's, it's yeah, um, it, it looks mid, but at the same time, um, I just wanted to address the whole like Breath of the Wild ripoff yeah. kind of uh, controversy that it had. I can definitely see some similarities with it, especially with the art style. Mm-hmm. But I don't necessarily mind it. This type of art style, to be honest, if you carry it in future, like future anime games or something like that, um, or any game, for, like this art style is pretty classic in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's something that doesn't it's, age. Basically, it always looks. Nice. Yeah. Well, no, it'll age, but it'll age well. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? But everything, <laughs> everything ages. But I mean, like, it'll still look nice. Like, yeah, I'll, I th- I'll give it like maybe two more years. 
yeah <laughs> it'll start looking whack to me but as of right now uh the this type of animation um this type of art style is something that i really like it's not gonna get me to really buy the game mm-hmm. but it's a good starting point um but yeah that's it, Genshin Impact. It gives you like an, it gives you something to look at, just like, just in case, like, even if you're not hyped for it, like, if you see it on sale one day, you're like, you know, maybe I'm gonna try it out. It's like, it's one of those things. That's how I look at it. It's just, I'm not, I don't really get as hype for certain games, but this is one of those games. I'm like, if I see it on sale one day, I'm like, I'm get, I'll, I'll get it. I'll buy it. Okay. I guess. Yeah. Um, the gameplay didn't really look that interesting. It feels oh. very standard. It feels very Nino Kuni to me. It feels, yeah, you can say that too. Um, I like, I can already picture the how the gameplay layout would work. <laughs> there's gonna be the light attack. There's gonna be the heavy attack. Yes, there's gonna exactly. Be the the attack. little magic bar and the little man. Other the basic. The more you attack. Yeah. How do you feel? Yeah. Um, I just like how it looks. I don't know. It's it's probably gonna be another skip for me. Um, <laughs> but moving on. Uh, Control, uh, one of the critically acclaimed games of last year, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, is getting their uh, second ex- expansion. I, I I did play this game a little bit, but personally, it wasn't my cup of tea. Uh, the character just wasn't it for me. I don't. It it was very weird, but not in a very uh, flatter flattering way. If that makes any sense. But um, how about you, Jerv? Did you do you like Control? Have you ever played it? I've seen it. It's, it's not my type of game, so I haven't played it. You know, I, I have okay. like a it's a it's a I have a weird taste in games, and that one's not like one of them. So it's not my. What do you mean? You have a weird taste in games? You like, like Minecraft? I like, like yeah, I Nino Kuni. Yep. Every so often, I like the mainstream stuff, and out of nowhere, I go to like play some idle games or something like that. It's just some yeah, indie that's games. Absolutely fine. Um. Okay. Yeah. So, so either of us really don't care about control, but for any control fans out there, you know, hopefully your expansion is gonna be great. Yeah. Hopefully it actually like um gives you more context about the story because I heard the story for control was actually kind of weird. Um. But yeah. And moving on, uh, Temtem is getting an official release in yes. 2021. Well, like release it. year. It doesn't have a release date, but yeah, 2021. It's finally it's finally coming out of beta. So, so, I like Temtem. You like Temtem? I've never played it. I have it on on Steam. I was oh, actually okay. playing it before the podcast started. <laughs> when you texted me, I was like, "Okay, I'll be on like 15." Started closing <laughs> the game out. Yeah, I like Temtem. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you have any like overall thoughts on Temtem? As okay. Far as, like so, you know, we played. I, I like Temtem. but I'm not gonna say I'm a diehard fanboy on it. I know that it ha- it has its flaws. First of all. The Pokemon comparisons, yeah, those those will never leave the game. Every time there's a game that ha- came out first and was super popular, and another game comes out with like this same similar premise, everyone's gonna compare. It. I'll give it that. The the Temtem design is very cutesy. It's like very all cute looking. It has some cool ones, you know, but it's mainly cute. There are certain aspects I like, like how. It, this is in Pokemon 2 but like in Temtem it shows you all the details of the stats and all that of like the little monsters I'm like cool I like that and then the breeding you know how in Pokemon this joke about how people try to breed the ultimate perfect everything all that and they infinitely try until they get it Temtem you can't really do that because you gotta get a limited amount limited number and in Temtem it actually forces you to catch because you know in Pokemon if you don't if you any team you're always going to have the same team. That's Pokemon. You're always going to have the same team for everything. Nothing's going to change. In Temtem, it's like, you kind of have to catch. Because all the teams are very different. Everything is actually good. Even the suckish ones are actually good. I discovered that by mistake. And I got my okay. butt whooped. So, I like Temtem. Okay. That's nice there. That's nice there. I'm not going to say it's super original, but I like it. Uh, it's an MMO. Yeah. Uh, I know a couple of uh, Pokemon fans want that to happen, but Game Freak just doesn't want to give it right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're gonna bank on that, <laughs> most definitely. Like I would even play Pokemon MMO right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I started um, playing it. Once I saw the people moving around, I'm like, okay, that's cool. Right now, there's okay. 
you don't really interact as much with the people, but I get why it's good. So, uh, moving on, uh, like I said, I, I'm not going to cover every single game that was shown in State of Play. I'm just going to cover kind of what I thought was interesting and what is not. Um, so, the final game that they showed for State of Play was actually Godfall, uh, the game that's kind of been hyped up for a minute now. Um, or not, I don't know, to be honest. Like, I usually don't hear people talk too much about Godfall, but it sounds like it's going to be one of the major installments for the PS5. And for their trailer in the state of play, they actually gave us uh, a clear overview about the gameplay. Uh, Jared, let me actually show you. Yeah. Godfall, uh, from what I, from what the trailer told me, it's gonna be a looter slasher. And looter is kind of a turn off word for me because I don't necessarily care about. Looter just means grind. Yeah, uh, I, I don't necessarily care for getting rewarded with cool ass weapons or anything like that. Uh, skins, um, different weapon uh, sleeves have never really been my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of just more focused on whether or not the gameplay is going to be very interesting. It's going to, like they said, it's going to be very interactive. So I guess that's a plus for me because I don't necessarily just want to keep spamming a button and not thinking about, you know, what kind of moves, what kind of actions I'm doing to take down an enemy. Like, um, I want it to be a bit more strategic when it comes to just the action uh, element of it, is what I'm trying to say. And it looks it looks okay. It's not the most original type of gameplay that I've seen, but Ghost of Tsushima didn't necessarily um, blow me away either, and that game apparently was fire as hell as far as the narrative and story-wise go. So... Um, maybe Godfall might be, you know, another game that might surprise me. Maybe it'll offer something really great once it comes out. But right now, it's it's also a skip for me. But Jerb, uh, what are your thoughts on Godfall? Okay, as of right now, I I get the very um the MOBA. It looks every time I look at it, I look I see a MOBA. Especially when you see like the weird minions, it looks like a MOBA, which I'm like, okay, it's not a MOBA, but it just gives that vibe. And then I see it do like some moves, and I'm like, oh, like the weird double daggers. It looks like uh, it attacks exactly like Loki from Smite. I'm like, okay, keeps giving me the mobile vibes. And then when I looked at the boss fight, I'm like, okay, so it's like God of War. But it's just right as of right now. Like I said, it looks nice. The game looks nice. There's everything looks okay. The way you see the movements, I'm like, cool. You could get different weapons, but it's a looter. Looters mean grind, grind, grind. Do the same missions over and over, trying to get like that one thing. So as of right now. From what I see right now, it's, it's a, it's a uh, eh. I'm not yeah. hyped for it. Maybe when it comes out, I'm like, I, I'm probably might look at some of the reviews and be like, let me see how, how it is. And if it's, if it, if the story or something like that, if there's, it has something that interests me, I, I might play it. But as of right now, I'm like, nah. Yeah. Uh, overall, the state of play was, um, meh. That, that yeah, was really it. Was just, it just felt like I was yeah. looking at gameplay from another game. And um, I know we don't necessarily represent majority of the gamers, but you know, based on our reactions, it kind of just shows that we don't necessarily care too much about how nice it looks. You know, <laughs> like I get it, we're we're getting new hardware, so hopefully they don't necessarily just focus too hard on really ramping up the graphics, cause yeah. bruh, like we're we're in a very sweet spot. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to just graphics, we're yeah. just worried about innovation, UIPs. Yeah. Uh, what are you gonna do to actually like evolve? from the um from the previous generation you, you don't you don't want to just refine it um but you know just just introduce us to some new kind of gameplay especially right now where no one is really the graphics they're already hot so high that people at this point don't really look at graphics like when like we look at graphics to make it be like oh that looks pretty but when it comes to playing the game the graphics can only get you so far yeah yeah um i'm not saying that you know the hype for the the new engines like you know unreal engine 5 yeah. is not true like the unreal engine 5 looks amazing that's you what know? i'm saying well, hype for the graphic stuff it's just we games can't just use that to push their market you just gotta be actually a good game yeah 
if you want to justify a $70 price tag, exactly. um, the graphics is probably not the main focus that developers should take because $60 graphics looks just as good as $70 graphics, to be quite exactly. honest with you. So, yeah, hopefully they put in time and effort to really just, like, you know, utilize their the new engines to the full potential. Also, they if they're, they're going to have the graphics look that good, they showed us a few weapons. They're probably going to need, like, a lot of weapons, and the movement of the weapons got to be different. Because if it turns out mm. all the weapons move the same, it kind of defeats the purpose of having that many weapons. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So that is the gaming section of the podcast. Let's actually now move on to the last section, which is the anime section. Um, I don't think I don't think there's any major news that's, that has come out of anime. But since we're in the hype train for Attack on Titan, which is going to be releasing this fall... Uh, we did get some news on it, and that is that the Attack on Titan Season 1 soundtrack vinyl is actually going to be coming out in October 26th. Um, I thought it, it was actually interesting to actually bring this up in the podcast just because um, I, guess, uh, I, I guess I can consider myself to be a music enthusiast. I do collect vinyls. Um, I do like, you know, searching for a bunch of different genres of music, expanding my palette, listening to like new artists every day. So when it comes to just anime OSTs, however, it's never really been like something that I cared about too deeply. I work out a lot with anime OSTs for sure. But when it comes to just wanting to put that into my collection, I've never really gotten to that uh, part of my life yet. But with this Attack on Titan vinyl, um, let me actually uh, read you the description of how it's going to be um, put out. So in the article that I'm reading not right now about the vinyl, it says that it's going to be split into the deluxe and the standard edition. Uh, deluxe edition will be limited to a thousand copies, individually numbered. It will have three LPs with a special smoky finish. Uh, it's going to be in a contained um, vinyl book packaging. And I think the pre-order right now is going to be around 65 bucks. And the standard edition is just going to be a triple gate fold. It's going to be it's going to have the traditional black um, LP, um, vinyl LPs, and it's currently priced at 50 50 bucks for um, for um, pre-orders. So 65 for the deluxe, and then 50 for the standard. So. Uh, Jerb, I, I know that you don't necessarily care too much about vinyls, but I don't know if you Honestly. have some quick thoughts on that. Honestly, I'll I'll pay what what is it sixty five? Sixty five right now for pre order, and it's a thousand. That's what I'm saying. Copies, which I, means I would. But pay we'll get into that. Sixty five for that deluxe edition vinyl. First of all, that the the um Attack on Titans music that is one of the dopest anime soundtracks ever. Like that is True. that is is it pretty? I'll pay sixty dollars for that. Like I don't know if I'll pay seventy dollars for like one of those games, but I'll pay sixty five dollars for that. I'll pay seventy for that. Yeah, it looks cool. so. It's nice. I'm like I'll do it. Okay. Um, I have a lot of respect for the composer of Attack on Titan. His name is Hiroyuki uh, Sawano. He has been a composer for many animes. I think just to list out a little bit of his resume. Other than Attack on Titan, he's also composed for Guilty Crown, which is, it's a mid-anime, in my opinion. Um, but I bet that soundtrack is dope. <laughs> that soundtrack, though, for Guilty Crown, <laughs> that was hitting. That's what I'm that, saying, I'm like, I don't know, man. That was hitting. Um, but yeah, I have a lot of respect for uh, this composer. So, right right now, when, I, when it comes to just whether or not I will buy this vinyl... Um, it's tempting just because the resale potential for it is going to be super high. I can see the spinal costing to like $300, you know, mm -hmm. after everything's been sold out. But like I said, I respect this composer a lot. So it, I think it'll be, um, I think it'll be quite, um, an insult if I actually like sell this out because it's one of those things you buy to keep it. Yeah. It's, it's really weird because you can, you can tell that you know this piece of work is actually like an extension of the artist and the composer itself it's not just like some one-off you know some silly little project that they made they put a lot of time and effort for these soundtracks yeah, this I'm is saying. one of the best soundtracks in anime right now you know attack on tie-in but soundtrack 
that's that's one of my favorite things about Attack on Titans. I love every sound that comes out of that show looks pristine. Yeah. Um, I might just get this because right now, um, when I say it's sixty five dollars for the deluxe edition, that's only for a limited time because that's a price cut. the The main price is actually ninety nine bucks. So I don't know how long the $65 range will actually like last. I have nothing to play it on, even I. The moment you said 65, I'm like, hey, <laughs> I want it. I'm like, I don't, I don't even have nothing to play it on. I just, that's that's a really good deal for it. That's a really good deal, especially for um, an anime OST uh, soundtrack edition. You know, um, like the last time that I got really interested in an anime um, vinyl was uh, Persona 5. Well, that's a video game, but you can you can argue that's a anime kind of video it's game it's an anime inspired video game yeah so it's like and the anime persona 5 um i mean the yeah the persona 5 vinyl uh ost uh i'm pretty sure it costs around like a hundred dollars uh, when it was when it was still um available and i really wanted that um exactly you don't want to regret this one either i know I, yeah i because right now i don't have any um anime vinyls in like my collection at the moment so i guess attack on time would be like the best um you know would be the most appropriate like first uh anime vinyl that i get but man persona 5 i really regret not being able to get that (laughs) i i low-key kind of want to also put um the cafe music and persona 5 into like as a background beat for this one but you know i'm not trying to get copyright striked i'm cool with that (laughs) but um yeah, that's the that's pretty much the news for the anime section. I don't know if you have anything interesting that you want to talk about in anime. I'm just shocked when you, you when you mentioned the vinyl. I'm like, oh, this vinyl is probably gonna be like over a hundred dollars. When you said sixty five, I'm like, my eyes widened up, and I was like, whoa, okay, um, hello, I yeah. like hello, I, I I want that. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's just a sale right now. You know, it's ninety nine technically. Yeah, but it's sixty-five at the moment. That's a really good sale, then. Yeah, yeah. But um, do you have anything else that you want to talk about it in maybe anime or gaming or content creation that you want to bring up before we end the podcast? So, what's up? Music pushes an anime really good. Right before the podcast started, I was telling you about how I, was, I tried to watch Bleach and cut it. Mm-hmm. At the, it's a combination of both. The, the like I said, the way the camera is and bleach and the way it lingers on for too long, and then the music it didn't hit. The music wasn't hitting. Other than that opening, the music was not hitting. And I was like, you know the, the weird electrical noise. Damn it! I, 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 what is it? I, I can't even do the sound that they do. As like, you know how Naruto has the whistle. Yeah. And then um, Dragon Ball Z has like the guitar, electric guitar. Mm-hmm. And, and then bleach has like that weird techno looking thing that. I'm like, nah, that, that ain't it's not it. for you. Like, yeah, that it's ain't not it. for you. In the hype scenes, Dang. that music comes on. I'm like, yeah, no. Are you talking about every single soundtrack in like Bleach? Because the Waco Mundo, like the Eyes and Boss Battle uh, OST, was pretty lit. But just think about it though. That's like one thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. Think about okay. that Attack on Titans. Almost every single time there's music, it hits. I don't think that Attack on Titan will. The soundtrack will age well, though. Nah. So, but it's it's one of those things that really? you listen to it. Once everything is said and done, you still want to listen to like, um, how the fuck does the intro go? For what? Bleach? No, Attack on Titan. Oh, oh, actually, <laughs> you want to sing it? <laughs> but I'm not singing it. I, I'm gonna tell but you. But I'm not trying to hear that man scream up my ear. <laughs> but I will tell you something though. It might what? not age, but it, it's one of those things that if you just so happen to hear it play, it'll bring back the memories, you know? It would be like... So it doesn't bring back good memories for you when you listen to Bleach OSTs? When I listen to the Bleach opening, I'm like, okay, cool, that's Bleach, I guess. And then when I listen to the like the little battle thing, all it brings like, oh, it's Bleach. Versus the Naruto one. Have you seen, you know, the one with the... <sighs> oh yeah you, oh you yeah to do that of course. Just hear the, it flute, the flute be yeah. hitting every time it hits even yeah. if you even if it doesn't even if you're not gonna be like hey i'm gonna hit, listen to this now nah. you know once you hear that sound it gets hyped yeah when you hear the bleach one's like oh okay 
Oh, that's Bleach. That's cute. Gosh. You know, you know what, um, yeah, you know what OST I kind of want to go back to and maybe memorize its lyrics? Which one? Uh, the Code Geass ending. Oh, actually, <laughs> you remember? Geass was pretty good. Uh, okay. I, I wish, I wish I had a good voice. I would sing it right now, but no, I'm Every not so often, do that. I, I put the, you know, uh, what is it? Cruel Angels something. You know the Cruel song? Cruel Angels? Uh, no, I don't remember that song. What do you mean? The opening for... Uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion Oh that one Yeah Every so often I Okay so. I feel like some people Are gonna get mad That I didn't know that <laughs> I, I know I how it sounds I just right. didn't know the title So it's, I think it might be on me <laughs> No exactly We all know how it sounds We might not know the name But we know how it sounds Like I don't know the yeah. The starting of The name of like uh, The Attack on Titan song Oh I know it If I hear it I know what it is Yeah So I guess Okay, um, but yeah, that's all I got for my show notes. Mm-hmm. So I guess before we end this podcast, Jared, do you have any final thoughts or statements? So, the explosion on Lebanon. Yeah, oh, that was crazy. Yeah, um, I looked at it. I was like, yeah. It was just if I watched the videos and it's like if you look at the ground, it made the ground look like water, like it rippled for a second. I'm yeah, like, it sounds like pain fucking destroyed the entire no let me stop (laughs) that's what I'm saying no but like I get what you mean though but it's it's one of those things that you don't really think that you're gonna like see in real life it's like one of those things if you if someone told you that was from a movie like okay you'll believe it but someone told you like hey this is real life you're just like yeah first time somebody threw a flare bomb in that shit that was that's your final thoughts yeah that's my final thoughts because that's what all i've been thinking about was like looking at that i'm like that's fucking dark but yeah no you know we do have to stay up with the current events and everything like that you know every so often some some crazy but it's like this i feel like it's 2020 so people are like numb to stuff like this at this point yeah that's that's pretty dangerous but you know i get what you mean okay um as far as my closing thoughts goes uh, I don't really have much other than like if you like the show please, us up, please hit us up with a follow on Spotify rate us 5 stars on Apple Podcasts or support us at Anchor FM uh, the links will be in the description or of wherever you actually are you know listening to this podcast um, but anyways I am Hidden Messiah I'm uh, it's been yeah that's Jerb it's been a pleasure being your host um, and yeah that is episode 3 Peace.